0: It's 930 in 716.
2: I'm Susan Rose. I'm
0: Brian Mazerowski. Outside, currently cloudy, 29 degrees in Buffalo.
2: And let's go to the National Weather Service. Bring in Kirk Apfel this morning. Uh, Kirk, the storm is over. How did this one measure up?
1: Uh, Yes, well, um, here at the airport, officially, we got a hair over uh, three feet. The highest total we've gotten so far is uh, 80 inches in Orchard Park, uh, figuring in that last little band. So certainly a lot of snow across the area, and I'm sure everybody uh, where they live, they know how much snow they got.
0: 80 inches in Orchard Park. I I mean, where does that fall in the all-time record books?
1: Uh, well, we'll have to sort that out and, uh, and see exactly where it falls, but it's certainly among the top.
2: And when you look back to November of 2014, how did this one compare with the snow?
1: I'll tell you, we were talking about that tonight, and I'll tell you, it's it's kind of I guess it's debatable as to which is worse because they each had their uh, different uh, different issues, but some of those the peak storm totals are fairly similar, uh, areas impacted were uh, similar, so I guess it, it'd be an item for debate. But uh, both were huge, hugely impactful storms for the Buffalo area.
0: I'm trying to remember in the November storm. I, I for some reason it seemed like maybe that was a wider range of uh, municipalities and a bigger area that got some of the heaviest snow where this one, I mean, it really seemed like Orchard Park, Hamburg, uh, they were the bullseye.
1: Well, I, I think amounts varied with that one too. I think the airport uh, did just like uh, this one, the airport got significantly less. Uh, you know, when we had uh kind of two segments at the last one where this one it was clearly just the one storm and that band was persistent the entire time. so yes it's it's quite the comparison to make, but uh, both were uh, you know really had huge impacts yeah
2: you know for me it, I've seen like this November it came over a period of three days where this one it seemed to fall within twenty four
1: hours. Uh, yeah, the, the snowfall rates uh, with this one, how persistent you had the three-inch-an-hour rates where they just kept going and going over the same area. That, that's uh, really a, a quite impressive uh, thing and certainly something that doesn't happen very often.
0: Uh, how big of a factor was, we kept hearing about how warm the lake was uh, leading up to this storm. How big of a factor was that, and is that still a threat to us as we go on here in November and December?
1: Oh, it probably wasn't as big a factor as it may seem. Uh, simply because if the temper the lake was you know three or four degrees colder, uh, it still would have snowed a lot. So you know, did it increase it a little? probably so. But uh, the biggest factor was just that you had the favorable conditions persist over the same location hour after hour and day after day. And that really was the the biggest thing Uh, in terms of are we at risk? I mean, the lake is still it's not frozen. And so, you know, if you get a cold air mass coming across, uh, you still still get lake snow. Uh, The good news is none of that is in the forecast for the next seven days.
2: All right. That is good to know. And, you know, this is a big travel week, Kirk. Is there anything that we need to watch out for?
1: Uh, Well, I mean, first off today, it's just going to be windy and, uh, you know, gusts up to 50 miles an hour. So that'll be the immediate thing. Um, Looking ahead to like Wednesday and Thursday, it actually looks like a pretty nice, uh, no precipitation in the forecast with uh, highs in the 40s.
2: Is there a chance of rain late in the week, maybe possibly by the weekend? And what would that do with all the snow on the ground?
1: Uh, There is. Starting on Friday in particular and then into the weekend, we uh, might get some rain. Uh, Right now, it doesn't look like a real huge amount, although we're still keeping an eye on it. Uh, If we did get higher amounts, there might be some flooding concerns. But at this point, it just looks like kind of a light rainfall. And if that plays out, then it would be more gradual melting rather than rapid.
0: Kirk, thanks so much for the help, uh, not just today, but throughout the storm. Uh, You and your whole team over at the National Weather Service doing a great job keeping us informed. That's Kirk Apfel, meteorologist over at the National Weather Service.
2: Travel bans are being lifted across western New York this morning after that lake effect pounding. Last night at midnight, Orchard Park lifted its travel ban and replaced it with a travel advisory.
0: The 219 remains closed, though we are expecting it to reopen at some point in the very near future, perhaps within the hour. Travel bans will be lifted 6 a.m. in Hamburg, Evans, Blaisdell, and Angola. Driving ban remains in effect in the city of Buffalo, south of William Street, and in the city of Lackawanna. Erie County Executive Mark Polencar said they need people to abide by the advisories. Travel ban means no travel, no driving in those areas. Uh, People are driving in some of these areas and they're hampering our efforts. These are very, very large pieces of equipment uh, and we cannot have smaller vehicles uh, next to what are really construction vehicles. It's the equivalent of major construction sites all over our community with giant high lifts, scooping up snow, putting them into big dump trucks, which are then taking the snow elsewhere. So your little Kia, your little Mini Cooper are not going to do so well next to equipment that is ridiculously large. Please stay out of these areas. It is hampering our efforts. State of emergency still in effect for all of Erie County.
2: The Bills, meanwhile, go to Detroit to beat Cleveland. Allen puts McKenzie in motion
0: over the right side. Now the snap. Josh wants to throw. Scans the end zone, fires a man, got a man wide open, it is caught. Touchdown, Buffalo. Touchdown, Bills. They take the lead with 14 seconds left in the first half. It is
2: Stephon Diggs, targeted, and one catch, and it goes for a touchdown and a Buffalo lead. 31-23 final score as the Bills move to 7-3 and on the season. Head coach Sean McDermott said getting there wasn't easy.
1: Called in a, uh, a bulldozer or a front loader, I guess, more specifically. And our plow guy couldn't make it. So we called in, our neighbor called in a front loader in order to take the snow out. And then our normal plow guy did come once. But soon after I got off the Zoom with, the meet with you guys on Friday, I mean, it was pretty cool just talking about not sure what's going to happen, not sure if we're going to be able to get out. And got five, six text messages to my wife, myself, of neighbors, friends saying, hey, whatever you need, we'll be there to help you. And that's, that's pretty special.
2: Point. They all have got stories about how they were able to get out to make it to Detroit. Um,
1: You've seen the videos and
0: everything else of fans helping some of the players dig out. Some players were, you know, high-stepping the snow, which is uh, kind of impossible to do in some areas, (laughs) seeing that they were in Orchard Park right in the thick of it. Uh, But they were there. They were uh, trying to get around, and they were able to make it. I'm still trying to wrap my head around the Bills. Go to Detroit to beat Cleveland. You'll uh, be explaining that one for a long Long time. time. Delayed and canceled flights all weekend long means many Thanksgiving travel plans are kind of a mess. And travelers are scrambling for their refunds. As many flights were delayed and canceled this weekend coming in and out of the Buffalo-Niagara International Airport, some people may be looking to get a refund for their tickets if they haven't automatically received it yet. Central and Western New York AAA's Elizabeth Carey explains what you need to do if you haven't got your refund yet.
2: Unfortunately, the refund should just come to you automatically, but sometimes that's not always the case. So after you take a trip and um, if you do have a cancellation or a significant delay along the way, you should reach out to the airline and be proactive about receiving that refund. Uh, if there's a problem, you can report it to the Department of Transportation, which is something that we saw happen a lot during the pandemic.
0: Refunds can also be given if the flight faces what the Department of Transportation calls a significant delay.
2: They're also working on these refunds regarding a significant delay, but the Department of Transportation hasn't defined what a significant delay is, uh, but they are working on behalf of travelers, to be an advocate for travelers so that they can receive the refunds and the credits that they deserve.
0: More details on this story is made available to you at WBEN.com. Max Ferry, WBEN.com News.
2: All right, Max, thank you. Monday morning, it is a holiday week with Thanksgiving and travel. Certainly is going to be messed up, I think, for a lot of people, a lot of families.
1: Your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast calls apparently sunny skies and strong winds today. Temperatures will be in the upper 30s, but winds will gust near 50 miles per hour. Tonight, the winds will diminish, overnight lows in the upper 20s, partly sunny, upper 30s on Tuesday, A mix of sun and clouds near 40 on Wednesday. With your exclusive WBEN 7 weather forecast, I'm Chief Meteorologist Erin Mankowski.
2: Let's go to the National Weather Service, bring in Kirk Apfel this morning. Uh, Kirk, the storm is over. How did this one measure up?
1: Uh, Yes, well, um, here at the airport, officially, we got a hair over uh, three feet. The highest total we've gotten so far is uh, 80 inches in Orchard Park, uh, figuring in that last little band. So certainly a lot of snow across the area, and I'm sure everybody uh, where they live, they know how much snow they got.
0: 80 inches in Orchard Park. I I mean, where does that fall in the all-time record books?
1: Uh, Well, we'll have to sort that out and uh, see exactly where it falls, but it's certainly among the top.
2: And when you look back to November of 2014, how did this one compare with the snow?
1: I'll tell you, we were talking about that tonight, and I'll, I'll tell you, it's it's kind of I guess it's debatable as to which is worse because they each had their uh, different uh, different issues, but some of those the peak storm totals are fairly similar, uh, areas impacted were uh, similar, so I guess it, it'd be an item for debate. But uh, both were huge, hugely impactful storms for the Buffalo area. I'm trying to
0: remember in the November storm. I, I for some reason it seemed like maybe that was a wider range of uh, municipalities and a bigger area that got some of the heaviest snow where this one, I mean, it really seemed like Orchard Park, Hamburg, uh, they were the bullseye.
1: Well, I I think amounts varied with that one, too. I think the airport uh, did just like uh, this one, the airport got significantly less. Uh, You know, when we had... uh, kind of two segments at the last one where this one it was clearly just the one storm and that band was persistent the entire time so yes it's, it's quite the comparison to make but uh, both were uh, you know really had huge impacts
2: yeah you know for me it seemed like this november it came over a period of three days where this one it seemed to fall within 24 hours
1: uh, yeah, the, the snowfall rates uh, with this one, how persistent you had, the three-inch-an-hour rates where they just kept going and going over the same area. That, that's uh, really a, a quite impressive uh, thing and certainly something that doesn't happen very often.
0: Uh, how big of a factor was, we kept hearing about how warm the lake was uh, leading up to this storm. How big of a factor was that, and is that still a threat to us as we go on here in November and December?
1: Oh, it probably wasn't as big a factor as it may seem uh, simply because if the, temper- the lake was, you know, three or four degrees colder, uh, it still would have snowed a lot. So, you know, did it increase it a little? Probably so. But uh, the biggest factor was just that you had the favorable conditions persist over the same location hour after hour and day after day. And that really was the, the biggest thing. Uh, in terms of are we at risk, I mean, the lake is still it's not frozen. And so, you know, if you get a cold air mass coming across, you still still get lake snow. Uh, the good news is none of that is in the forecast for the next seven days.
2: All right, that is good to know. And, you know, this is a big travel week, Kirk. Is there anything that we need to watch out for?
1: Uh, well, I mean, first off today, it's just going to be uh, windy and uh, you know gusts up to 50 miles an hour. So that'll be the immediate thing. Um, the, looking ahead to like Wednesday and Thursday, it actually looks like a pretty nice uh, no precipitation in the forecast with uh, highs in the uh, 40s.
2: You know, is there a chance of rain late in the week, maybe possibly by the weekend? And what would that do with all the snow on the ground?
1: Uh, There is. Starting on Friday in particular and then into the weekend, we uh, might get some rain. Uh, Right now, it doesn't look like a real huge amount, although we're still keeping an eye on it. Uh, If we did get higher amounts, there might be some flooding concerns. But at this point, it just looks like kind of a light rainfall. And if that plays out, then it would be more gradual melting rather than rapid.
0: Kirk, thanks so much for the help, uh, not just today, but throughout the storm. Uh, You and your whole team over at the National Weather Service doing a great job keeping us informed. That's Kirk Apfel, meteorologist over at the National Weather Service. That's 930 in 716. We're back tomorrow with another edition from the studios of WBEN Buffalo